If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seeing that he did not move, the doctor said at last, Well, we must risk it. Give me a stick, Carrie, who will make a try, anyhow. You can't go now. Mr. Armstrong said suddenly, "'Look, the ladder is alight!' This was indeed the case. The flames had not absolutely touched it, but the heat was so great that it had been slowly charring, and a light flame had now suddenly appeared, and in a moment ten or twelve feet of the ladder were on fire. "'It's of no use,' the doctor said, dropping the stick that Jacob Carey had just cut for him in the shrubbery. "'We can do nothing for him now.' There was scarcely a word spoken among the little crowd of spectators on the lawn. Every moment was adding to their number, as Mr. Vokes, the magistrate, and several other gentlemen rode up on horseback, and men came up from all the farmhouses and cottages within a circle of a couple of miles. All sorts of suggestions were made, but only to be rejected. "'It's one thing to save a man who wants to be saved,' the doctor said, "'but quite another thing,' to save one who is determined not to be saved. This was in answer to a proposal to fasten a stone onto a light line and throw it up onto the roof. The man is evidently as mad as a March hare. There could be no doubt of that. Reginald Carne, seeing that his assailants, as he considered them, could not get at him, was making gestures of triumph and derision at them. Now from the second-floor windows the flames began to spurt out, the glass clattering down onto the gravel below. "'Oh, father, what a pitiful sight!' Mr. Armstrong turned. "'What on earth brings you here, Mary? Run away, child. This is a dreadful business, and it will be haunting you.' "'I've seen more shocking things, father,' she said quietly. "'Why did you not bring me up with you, at first? I ran upstairs to get my head and shawl, and when I came back you were gone.' Of course I came up at once, just as everyone else in the village has done, only I would not come and bother you when I thought you were going to do something. There's nothing to be done now but wait. This must surely be the end of the curse of Carne's hold, father. It ought to be, my dear. Yes, let us earnestly hope that it all terminates here, for your sake and everyone else's. Mervyn will be master of Carne's hold now. Not of Carne's hold, thank God! the girl said with a shudder. There'll be nothing left of Carne's hold to-morrow but a heap of ruins. The place will be destroyed before he becomes its master. It all ends together, the hold and the direct line of the Carnes. Let us turn and walk away, Mary. This is too dreadful. I can't, 
and Mary shook her head. "'I wish I could, father, but it has a sort of horrible fascination. Look at all these upturned faces. It is the same with them all. You can see that there is not one who would not go if he could.' The doctor again went forward towards the house. "'Carn, my dear fellow,' he shouted, "'jump off at the end of the house into the shrubs on the beds there. It's your only chance.' Again the mocking laugh was heard above the roar of the fire. The flames were breaking out through the roof now in several places. "'It will not be long before the roof falls through,' Mr. Armstrong said. "'Come away, Mary. I will not let you stay here any longer.' Putting his arms round his daughter, he led her away. She had not gone ten steps when there was a tremendous crash. She looked back. The roof was gone and a volcano of flame and sparks was rising from the shell of the house. Against these the figure of the madman stood out black and clear. Then a sudden puff of wind whirled the flames round him. He staggered, made a half-step backwards, and fell, while a cry went up from the crowd. "'It's all over, dear,' Mr. Armstrong said, releasing his hold of his daughter." and then, with Jacob Carey and three or four other men, he ran forward to the house, lifted the body of Reginald Carne, and carried it beyond danger of a falling wall. Dr. Arrowsmith, the clergyman, and several of the neighbours at once hurried to the spot. "'He's not dead,' Jacob Carey said, as they came up. "'He groaned when we lifted him. He fell onto one of the little flower-beds beneath the windows.' "'No, his heart is beating,' the doctor said as he knelt beside him and felt his pulse. But I fear he must have sustained fatal injuries. He took out a flask that he had, thinking that a cordial might be required, slipped into his pocket just before starting for the scene of the fire, and poured a few drops of spirit between Reginald Carne's lips. There was a faint groan, and a minute later he opened his eyes. He looked round in a bewildered way, but when his eyes fell on the burning house, a look of satisfaction passed over his face. "'I've done it,' he said. "'I've broken the curse of Carne's hold.' The doctor stood up for a moment and said to one of the grooms standing close by, "'Get a stable door off its hinges and bring it here. We'll carry him into the gardener's cottage.' As soon as Reginald Carne was taken away, Mr. Armstrong and his daughter returned to the village. A few of the villagers followed their example, but for most of them the fascination of watching the flames that were leaping far above the shell of the house was too great to be resisted, and it was not until the day dawned and the flames smouldered to a deep, quiet glow that the crowd began to disperse. "'It has been a terrible scene,' Mary said, as she walked with her father down the hill. "'A terrible scene, child, and it would have been just as well if you had stayed at home.' and slept comfortably. If I had thought that you were going to be so foolish, I would not have gone myself. You know very well, father, you could not have helped yourself. You could not have sat quietly in our cottage, with the flames dancing up above the treetops there, if you tried ever so much. Well, somehow I am glad that the hold is destroyed. But, of course, I am sorry for Mr. Carne's death, for I suppose he will die." I don't think you need be sorry, Mary. Far better to die even like that than to live till old age within the walls of a madhouse. Yes, but it was not the death 
It was the horror of it. There was no horror in his case, my dear. He felt nothing but a wild joy in the mischief he had done. I do not suppose that he had a shadow of fear of death. He exulted both in the destruction of his house and in our inability to get at him. I really do not think he is to be pitied, although it was a terrible sight to see him. No doubt he was carrying out a long-cherished idea. A thing of this sort does not develop all at once. He may for years have been brooding over this unhappy taint of insanity in his blood, and have persuaded himself that, with the destruction of the house, what the people here foolishly call the curse of the Khans would be at an end. But surely you don't believe anything about the curse, father? Not much, Mary. The curse was not upon the house, but in the insanity that the Spanish ancestors of the Carnes introduced into the family. Still, I don't know, although you may think me weak-minded, that I can assert conscientiously that I do not believe there is anything in the curse itself. One has heard of such things, and certainly the history of the Carnes would almost seem to justify the belief. Ronald and his two sisters are, it seems, the last of those who have the Carnes' blood in their veins, and his misfortunes and their unhappiness do not seem to have anything whatever to do with the question of insanity. At any rate, dear, I, like you, am glad that the whole is destroyed. I must own I should not have liked the thought of your ever becoming its mistress, and indeed I have more than once thought that before I handed you over to Ronald, whenever that event might take place, I should insist on his making me a promise that should he survive his cousin and come into the Carnes' estates, he would never take you to live there. Well, this will be a new incident for you to write to him about. You ought to feel thankful for that, for you would otherwise have found it very difficult to fill your letters till you hear from him what course he is going to adopt regarding this business of Ruth Powlett and Forrester. Mary smiled quietly to herself under cover of the darkness, for indeed she found by no means the difficulty her father supposed in filling her letters. "'It's nearly four o'clock,' she said, as she entered the house and struck a light. "'It's hardly worth while going to bed, father.' "'All right, my dear, you can please yourself. Now it is all over, I acknowledge I feel both cold and sleepy, and you will see nothing more of me until between ten and eleven o'clock in the morning.' "'Oh!' If you go to bed, of course I shall not stop up by myself, Mary said, but I am convinced that I shall not close an eye. And I am equally convinced, Mary, that in a little over half an hour you will be sound asleep. And in the morning Mary acknowledged that his anticipation had been verified. End of chapter 19「ラッキーランドカシノ」「アスキンピポー」「ワッツ・ウィーダスプレイス」「ユーガン・ラッキー」「ラッキー」「インライン・アッド・デリ」「アイ・ゲス」「アハイ・マイ・デンティス・オフィス」「モーデン・ワンツ・アクシュリー」「ドゥ・アイ・ハフト・セイ」「ヤス・ユー・ドゥ」「イン・ア・カー・ビフォー・マイ・キッズ・ PTA ・ミーティング」「Really? Yes! Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?」I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.